This is Joelle Jones, and I listen to Top 5 Comics Podcast. Welcome to Top 5 Comics Podcast. People talking about comics, pop culture, and events. With us today, we have the master of disaster, Josh45. What's shaking? And CBS. Angry as usual. Pretty much the truth. Hey, everybody. <laughs> uh, so today we're going to be doing episode number 125. Are you sure? Pretty positive. It's like 195. No, it feels that way, but it's not. And today we're basically going to be talking about phase four. Is that what we're doing? All right, well, phase four. All right. Kind of um, big deal. DC or D whatever, 20... Uh, D oh D twenty three I think is what it was. What is? The Disney uh the Disney con app last weekend. Yeah. A bunch of announcements, a lot of crazy things coming out of there. Uh so we're gonna go over a bunch of that stuff, chit chatty wise. So a little different than, you know, normal, but whatever. Um and then we have an interview with uh Akali Lake and Zabricus, um, two cosplay ladies from the uh, Colorado Springs Comic Con that happened this last weekend also. So, Cosplayers? Uh, uh yeah. Our costumers, I'm not sure what the right way to say that is. So we'll run that at the end with the ladies. Uh, but first, let's talk about the news. What do you know about the news, Josh? Um, I have a little bit. You have probably more than me. But So Black Knight and Moon Knight are supposed to be playing big roles in the Marvel Universe in 2020, which I'm kind of fascinated by. They're both kind of like small B-team players, but we'll see. It obviously has something to do with like Marvel Phase 4 because both of them... Are going to be part of Marvel Phase Four. Yeah, as far as like appearances are concerned, like one of them is showing up in the Eternals, and the other one's getting like his own show. So I, I wonder if that means the comic books are going to sort of reflect that too, because Black Knight had a miniseries, I don't know, maybe last year, and it it didn't do great. It was a cool story, but people didn't care about it. Well, Kit Harrington's playing Black Knight, so that will help from Game of Thrones. It'll be kind of a big deal just from that alone, but. Well, yeah. Um, as far as the face, it makes sense. Marvel's teasing his secret Scotty Young project. I that's all, that's all it says. Like, if anyone knows Scotty Young, as he does, like the amazing, like little cartoony, cute, adorable amazingness that like is like all those kid variant covers. Well, he did. He also did um, Rocket and Groot. Oh, he did. Yeah, so, and he did the, uh, the Wizard of Oz books too. And the Wizard of Oz books. Marvel Wizard of Oz's. I guess Garfield creator Jim Davis is selling original art for over $10,000 a comic strip. Like, oh, my gosh. Which, I guess, like, I mean, Garfield's pretty pretty famous, so I think it's pretty incredible. Um, I haven't read Marvel Comics 1000. Is, is it not out? No, it came out this week. Um, it's apparently a pretty big deal. It's got a lot, of, a lot of different people, a lot of different writers and artists, so kind of like when they did action. And, and detective over DC. It's a little bit like wider sprawl, but it is, and it's supposed to have an underlying mystery throughout the book, which I'm, I haven't got a chance to read it yet because I was doing conventions last weekend. So, other than flipping through it, I mean, it looks cool. It has a bunch of cool covers. It's going to second print, so I mean, that's not abnormal. But yeah, as far as the thing, apparently it's all buzz. And Joel Schumacher, obviously. As obvious, I'm jumping ahead. Um, Joel Schumacher has officially apologized for Batman and Robin, which I think is silly anyway, because his I, movies aren't supposed to be. But there's still uh, he's apologizing for how lame they were, which 
as much as you love Batman 66, it's it's lame as well. No offense. It's yeah. lame. It's terrible. It's garbage. It's it's, it's campy. Garbage. It's campy. It's it's, it's not fun. it's not Batman. Batman doesn't exist in the daylight as like a surfer. Like Batman is a, a, a he's of the night. He's about being a inciting fear into the hearts of the villains like Batman 66 isn't like that like I know how much you love it and it is what it is like you can love it all you want but it's not Batman like that's a different character it's uh, Batman 66 it's a different kind of Batman yeah it's just an entirely different character so like I mean Schumacher apologizing for that it's like eh this shouldn't have been this what, what it was um Rambo Last Blood is projected to be the biggest box office opening of any Rambo movie and it's also the last one that's why it's called Last Blood Oh, for the Rambo series, and there, there's some words about it being re, like even being rebooted the year afterwards, which is really weird. Yeah, the guy that's supposed to play him, I don't, I don't recognize the name. Um, I'd say right now, but even I have to get my IMDb, but like it's, it's a, per, I have no idea who he is. Yeah, it's, it's me either. Interesting that they're reboot, like they're completely just like a reboot next to a start or next to a new movie. Just a year later. Yeah, weird. Um. Andy Muschietti is officially confirming that he's going to direct the Flash solo film. Um, Ezra Miller is supposedly still involved, but they're not going to use the Ezra Miller Grant Morrison um, oh, the script, the script that they worked on. Mm-hmm. Which I, which I mean, at this point, um, anything that DC is doing, if they're not doing something else, it probably means that it was better than what they had planned. That's I think that they're Maybe. just at this point I think that anything that like it could be good they're not going to do just to prove a point. That's just how I feel about it. <laughs> I doubt it's on purpose, but yeah, they made a bunch of weird choices. And Grant, generally speaking, Grant has a pretty good track record. And I think that like as a as a script or something that he could do, I don't know, man. Like I think that like they just need to like grasp on something and go with it because like what they have going on is not working like they had something and they didn't and they did and they didn't it's just it's not working like and the two things that were have been financially successful they're not even talking about even using those things as canon anymore like like the Wonder Woman 84 or whatever oh the new one yeah 87 I think 84 is it 84 I'm pretty sure it's 84 but yeah. whatever, it's not even. Sp- it's like so. Not supposed to be a sequel. Yeah, apparently. I, don't even, yeah I don't even know what's yeah. going on with that. Like, makes no sense. Like she was. Yeah. I mean, I liked Man of Steel. I liked parts of Batman v Superman. I liked parts of Jale. But like, they're some of the greatest characters I've ever been written and I've been created. And like, you're just gonna. You're. I think they're just like kind of like pissing them down the drain. Like they're not doing anything great with them at all. And it's it's it's. Marvel showed that they, you can take B-level characters and make amazing things with them, like they did with Guardians, like they did with Black Panther. Like, and no offense to anything, but Black Panther's a B character. He's not an A-list character, and they no. made they made a massive, successful cinematic, giant movie out of him. Yeah, you know, and so and DC is taking Superman, who Christopher Reeve shown could be a cinematic success right. or Batman with like whether it be Christian Bale or with you know Michael, Michael Keaton yeah. or even with Adam West like he's successful and so and you're just you're not doing well with it right I mean Linda Carter was successful as Wonder Woman and Gal Gadot Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot yeah. Yeah. like she people love her like people yeah. love that movie I didn't necessarily like it but like people love that movie and like you're 
you're not just following through and like there's something wrong. There's something wrong internally on the like the white collar like business aspect of that. Like they're not the creativeness is there, like the stories are there, the the, the characters are there. Right. They exist. Like the the, the technology to, to to translate that to the big screen is there. Right. All you have to do is do it. And yeah. something's not going on. Like it shows actually it, it it even shows in the like the CW shows. Like they're successful. They're massively successful. The Arrowverse, like it's successful. Right, yeah. it's the huge. whole whole thing, yeah. So like what's what's going on? Like why is this such a big deal? Yeah, it's a good question. Whether it's I mean, director wise, they don't have horrible directors, but something in there just isn't connecting right. So anyway. Yeah. Um Last two things I have are, actually the only last thing really, but we'll kind of jumpstart us is, uh, Palpatine's supposed, like J.J. Abrams, um, cryptically said that Palpatine's supposed to be kind of a big deal in the new, uh, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. So. Right. He's basically meaning that he's in there somewhere. I don't know what's going on with it. Like, me personally, Snoke's been Palpatine the whole time. Like it's it's obvious to me. I like that idea that that's the case. It's just a even even if it's a clone body or it's a whatever. I'm a, what I'm scared of is that the truth is going to be reincarnation, and I don't I don't necessarily like that idea. That I think it's clones. But I think it's clone stuff. Like there's just no way the clone not, stuff I like better. And the I, force projection stuff, I think maybe like some sort of force projection. Because like like why would they do the force projection of Luke in? Last Jedi, if that wasn't a thing, like right. that's a very new Jedi um, skill, and so like if if he's doing that in Last Jedi and fighting his nephew, then why wouldn't they continue that somewhere else? Like, right. obviously, like if if Snoke's all this most this massively all powerful Sith Lord type character, and like Kylo Ren, like just kind of just oh very easily just like shoots a lightsaber through his neck, like give me a break. Mm. Whether that's a final step for it or not, yeah, that's a pretty good... I don't know. It, it wasn't the easiest thing to have happen, but at the same time, it was pretty lackluster. And, like, as a thing, Luke's supposed to be this badass has been around forever, right? Well, at this point in the movies. And he got all that time on the island by himself reading the books that, according to Yoda, didn't do anything for him. So, yeah, if he can do that, then you would have to assume that there should be somebody else on the other side of the pendulum that had equal if not the same powers and supposedly snoke used his abilities to give the two of them their 16 candles moment during the movie ray and uh, kylo well if he was connecting them mentally across the galaxies i mean that's like another power we've never seen before either so like um yeah that, that all that part's super weird but i'm not really a fan of that movie anyway so as far as things are concerned, but yeah, power wise, I'd be surprised if it didn't turn out the truth was well, clones. Um, I, I I don't I disagree with that aspect of it, like because if you think about it, like like Luke and Vader connect mentally, like when they're like Luke's on Endor and Vader. Well, when they're close to each other, they could sense each other. But That's a different like, okay. thing. Like this is a full like he visually connected the two of them to like okay have so, conversations so, with each so other. So think about how far. The Earth is from the moon. It's like, what, 385,000 miles away. Sure. So basically, Endor from the Death Star was 385,000 miles away. Let's say that. Okay. And he's connecting him. So you mean to tell me that, like, 385,000 miles is, 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 is okay, 
but like two million. Like it, at, at a certain point, it just doesn't matter anymore. So like, if it was, it's, it's two, all it's all connections. If it was one of them doing it to the other one, then yeah. But Kylo was doing it. No, they said it's supposed to be Snoke connected the two no, of them. No, Kylo was doing it. Kylo connected the two of them. Yeah. Then why was he surprised? He wasn't surprised. Um, I think he was acting surprised, but he knew what he was doing. Hmm, okay. Uh, that's something I said I have to watch again, but I felt like he was surprised by it. I don't think he was surprised at all. Hmm. Man. Just like he tried to tell her that she was like, her parents were just like, like, just whatever, and like, they don't matter, but like, at the end of the day, like, he doesn't know anything. Like, if they didn't, right. ma- there's, there's so many loopholes in that plot. Like, her, <laughs> yeah. her parents do matter. They, 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 they like, Oh, your parents just whatever. Like, no, they weren't. They weren't just whatever. Like, and there's, there's millions of like things I've read online that like show that like it's all like obviously like he's just talking shit. Right. Well, I guess we have a three, three hour movie to try to answer all those questions coming up in December for Christmas. So I guess we'll see how that goes. Three hours, isn't it? Three hours and something. Yeah. Three three plus hours. So I guess we'll see. So hopefully all that stuff gets answered. Hopefully. Well, other like weird new stuff, um, Star Wars flavored. So Star Wars Marvel's regular ongoing Star Wars is going to end at number 75. Um, we haven't seen anything announcement-wise whether it's going to be followed with a second run or not. I'd be surprised if it wasn't. But as a thing, so far, that series has taken place between Hope and Empire, timeline-wise. Uh, but it will be coming in issue 75. And we've seen that they're going to be doing Fourth Prince for House and Power of X, number ones. Which is not like the craziest thing, because it's really, really popular. Um, Jonathan Hickman is just killing the X universe. Like, people are loving it. And like, story-wise, it's been pretty, it is pretty good, the pieces I've read, and I'm not totally current on it. But, uh, there's been some interesting things, and some like new powers even in there that were things that we never saw before. Um, this whole Moira McTavert thing is awesome, which uh, I don't know if you know what her power is, but I'll tell you after we get done, because you'll love it. It's awesome. Um, something else that was kind of, I don't know so how Moira is a mer- mutant? She is now, yeah. That's stupid. Maybe forever. That's stupid. No, that's like, it's fine to you. It's pretty, I think you, I think you'll like the power. I don't. You might. I already don't. Okay. <laughs> um, Something else, though, on the DC side of things. So a couple weeks ago, they recalled issue 14 and issue 33 of... Well, 14 of Superman, 33 of Supergirl. Um, stating that there were pieces in the book that were not indicative of what was on the cover. And best we could figure is that the covers didn't say, You're the Villain on them. Or, no, they did. They did say, You're the Villain on them. And the book didn't have any You're the Villain stuff on them. Or any You're the Villain stuff inside the book. But... Since then, we've seen the new books that have come out this week. Like, the other ones were destroyed. Um, that If you got your copies of the store, you were ordered to destroy them. So, at this point, unless you broke the rule, which, I mean, good stores don't, you didn't even see, you know, looking through it and destroying are two different things. But the main difference is the Legion of Superheroes, which does appear at the end of, is- of the issues. We have two totally different Lightning Lads. Um, the original book appeared with the classic, um, well, Ginger Lightning Lad, normal red hair, you know, Lightning Lad character. Our new Lightning Lad is African American. And, uh, 
there's a few other changes in the cast also, as far as uh, ethnicity is concerned. So the, basically the reason they pulled the book is because they printed the old team and not the new team, somehow? So I don't know if art was done both ways and it was like a last-minute decision or what. Because there's a whole, been a whole bunch of write-ups coming out about the new Legion of Superheroes in like a bunch of the other books. So that's pretty questionable, because somebody had to know that there was a mistake there way before they ever decided to recall the book. So that's that's interesting. Whether it's good or not, I don't know, but it's interesting. Anyhow, I think that's all I really had. I don't have a whole lot more new stuff. Yeah. Anyway, um, so we'll move into uh, Marvel Phase 4. Which I think this is going to be very, like, <clears throat> people are going to be, I don't know. It's going to, people are going to be all over the place about this. Or like feeling wise? No, just people are going to be irritated and some people oh, might sure. love it, some people might hate it. It's going to be. Yeah, it's, some of it appears confusing, well, maybe not confusing, it seems like weird choices, but I mean, like both of us saw, like for Guardians of the Galaxy, if you're a comic book person, all those characters at worst were B-level, like B-list if you're talking actor academy style. None of them were below that, but for the normal people, or not me normal, for people that are not comic book people, they're all characters they never heard of, like, at all. And basically, all of Phase 4 is that. Yeah, for the most part it is. I mean, so 2020 was supposed to have Black Widow, right? And that one is a, it's a movie pre, it's a, uh, it's a flash, no, prequel? No, what do you call that? Flashback movie, I guess? Prequel. Prequel, okay. And, like, what we're dealing with in there, we're going to have Taskmaster, which is awesome, because we haven't seen Taskmaster, and the couple pictures they put out of him look really cool. So, like, that's a neat idea. Um, but we were talking earlier, and there's hints of the next Black Widow, which seems slightly reversed from, like, what we've had happen in, well, in the books, which, I mean, movies are their own universe, so whatever. But as far as the thing's concerned, it wouldn't be the first time we had a new Black Widow to replace the old one. So, like, whether that's going to be the whole point of the movie or not, um, don't know. Well, just to, so so film-wise, before we get into the TV, we'll go to film, films first. Okay. The films that are in the next wave that are coming out so far are Black Widow, The Eternals, uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and Thor Love and Thunder. Which is really crazy because all they did, like, leading up to Captain Marvel was, like, Captain Marvel leading the next wave as being the big, like, person. And then even in, like, Spider-Man Far From Home being the next... Yeah, her being the next jumping point for everything. The both of them and, like, neither of them are part of this next part at all. And, like, after the next last couple weeks, like... Sony saying, wow, we're kind of pulling our this with that and this and that. And like, and there's like, it's very, very like muddled gray. Like it's like, it's, yeah. it's, it's <laughs> not, it's not like if anybody's really worried about it, it's not 100% anything. Like it's, it's a little, it's very weird, like an undecided yet. Yeah. There's some definite weirdness in there, which I guess we probably should but put like, that in the news, but yeah. But both, but yeah, but even then, like both of them, like, are we're supposed to lead the next wave, and then like they, there's zero to do with any of it. Right. The only two like old schoolers are the Thor Love and Thunder, which is is um 
Natalie Portman's character is coming back. Jane Foster, and yeah. she'll she'll technically be Thor, but he'll but uh, Ian like Hemsworth will be in it. Yeah, apparently he's gonna he's gonna be in the movie as well. Which I mean, the comic books definitely did that. My only real problem with that is that in the movies they already proved that the hammer didn't matter. Thor's power, Thor's a Care Bear. His powers powers come from inside, which I think is really funny when I say it. It makes me smile. They do and they don't, though. But I mean, as far as use is concerned, it, it's all a confidence thing for him, really. I mean, the hammer clearly has power, also because we see clearly Chris use it, or not Chris Cap. So when Cap uses it, he wields it like a like a master, throwing lightning and everything. So as far as the thing, the power, the hammer has power too, but Thor also has his own power. But the real problem isn't so much where the power comes from, it's the fact that the hammer doesn't exist anymore. I mean, unless Cap kept the hammer and didn't return it, which we don't see any proof of. But does it even matter though? Cause like. Well, it does though, cause if the hammer's, the hammer was no. destroyed by Hela. And the only reason Chris, or the only reason Thor has it is because he t- still took it from the other Thor from the other reality. And whenever they send right. Cap back, he but takes they, the hammer with him. But, but they have a second hammer though. No, they don't. They have the Stormbreaker. Yeah, that, that's a second. So if they use Stormbreaker, so I mean, I guess the, so that's a that fine. would be okay. That's, that's fine. It's the Stormbreaker. So the place I get confused in there is whenever they did the announcement, they basically set a normal Thor hammer on the stage and had Natalie walk up and pick it up. That was their like intro thing for video or presentation-wise. But if it is Stormbreaker, then in that case, it's a totally different bag of nuts. But even then, it doesn't matter because it's like obviously the Doctor Strange... The multiverse madness is like it, there's so many different. Yeah, like, it's hard to say what that movie's going to do. Yeah, so it, it it is what it is. I don't so know. It could be from a different universe, I guess. So that's a that's another good question. Uh, as far as placement in the world's concerned, I guess it depends which movie drops which, first. Which here's the deal: if they're going to do like a multiverse thing, which we're going to get in the TV in a second, but like the What If series, like just a fractured reality. Because of time travel, time travel fractured everything. Right. And that's basically Marvel's way of just being, hey, we had one con- continuous story from point A to point B. It all flowed a certain direction, and then it stopped, and it started, and then it ended. And that's fine. It ended fantastically. Endgame was beautiful. It ended beautifully. It was amazing. If it would have ended there and we didn't have anything else after that, I'd have been happy with that. Me, personally. it was. I, th- I thought it was great. They did an amazing, beautiful job. Like the swan, like the whole goodbye to, you know, like Robert Downey yeah, yeah, and whatever. Yeah. But moving forward, you got to do something a little different. You can't just continue it on. Like, so if they're going to, if they're going to fracture reality and make things like just different and maybe the next wave, cause you know what? Like if they're going to do as well as they did the first 20 plus movies, you got to do something different. And if you're going to fracture it, just make it just like splinter out into like a zillion different things and then slowly build it back together again. If that's what you're going to do, then I'm fine with that. But you need to actually just, you, you have to, you have to sell, you have to just buy in that whole thing. It's, it's like, and not, no, I'm not saying that Marvel hasn't. Marvel has so far, like what they've done, they've done well and they've done it fantastically. But if you get to a point where you're going to do what DC is doing, where like you're going to kind of, well, and then, eh, eh, eh. if you're going to do that, if you're going to do that fractured reality, just chaos and just splinter it out into a million different directions and then slowly start working back together, you just have, you have to own that. Right. Cause it's, it's going to be a hellstorm. It's going to be nuts. 
um, the benefit they get from like Spider Verse having happened is that it's already sort of put that out there, and it wasn't even a movie that was really entirely their movie because it's still connected to the Sony stuff. So like the bridge of that idea is already out in the world, so it's not the most impossible thing to jump on. And with the Doctor Strange titling the way it is, and it being set up like as a horror movie, and we know it's supposed to have him and him and the Scarlet Witch in it as in the main draws. It's very possible that all that comes from there, and that might result in everything that happens in the other movies, which, I mean, there wouldn't be a bad place to do it. Until the Swinton's character, like, leads, like, she, she hints at that at, in Endgame. She does. So it's just like, it's, it's all a possibility, you know, like, it's just kind of, you know, even Dr. Strange is sitting there going through a million different scenarios, like, he's seen a million different scenarios and, like, options and this and that, like, I mean, that's, that's fine with me. Right. Again, if you're going to do it, just, just own, it. own it and do it. Yeah. And I'm fine with it. The chaos that that's going to bring, because it, it leaves you open to like, you know, Spider-Man isn't, might not be a part of this part. Right. And he might be a part of this part and the X-Men will be drawn in, but then they might not be like, you can, what it does is leaves it open for everything to come full circle eventually and come back into one big massive thing. Right. Well, and being able to tell different parts of different things as far as realities are concerned. If the X-Men are their own reality, they're their own reality. Because at this point, like, it, yeah, it's it's too big to not have the X-Men be a part of that. Right. And that if that's it's, it is a thing again. Right. Like, they own that now. So they, they Something else I saw that should have been in the news, too. They made an announcement about um, New Mutants. And apparently this last batch of reshoots for New Mutants that had a trailer come out over two years ago because the movie was done. The new reshoots apparently cut out all the storylines that sort of connected from any of the X-Men movies. What those would have been, I have no idea. It's a bizarre thing because even the trailer, the original trailer, didn't look like it was going to connect to the other movies. But apparently there was something in there that did, at least enough that they have now reshot it out of the movie, whatever that means. So that's a lot of work to try to pave out a movie that was already done. Uh, crazy. So, I mean, that's just another thing. If it's a different universe, you want to, I mean, I guess you wouldn't have to do any of that. But the idea of uh, the rest of it's concerned, I mean, yeah, we see it in Endgame that that's very possible that all these movies are separate. So maybe. And like with What If happening, that's another thing too. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It's crazy nonsense. But yeah, I mean, like you said, if they just own it and roll with it, then it'll be fine. I mean, everything else they've done has worked so far, and they've done a good job picking people to direct it. I, 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 just, so. I just feel like at this point, like people can talk shit and be worried and all that kind of stuff, but like, at what point you just be like, hey, we trust them up to this point, and they've done an incre- incredible job. Like, right. I mean, there's, there's a little bit of this, a little bit of that, like, I mean, I didn't like Black Panther. You didn't like Thor Ragnarok. Like everybody has their one little thing here and that they didn't like. But overall, sure. it was an it was incredibly done. Like oh, no. to take yeah. to take an entire comic book continuity that like spans like almost a hundred years now. <laughs> God, like, yeah. like, it's going on like of continuity so yeah, many dude. years. I mean, like it's crazy. Like it it just and putting that into like a movie universe and like making this like creating this thing. Is, is, has been a masterpiece. Like, they've done an incredible job. So, 
Like, I just, I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. Sure. I really am. And so, I mean, even leading into that, like, film-wise, like, Black Widow is going to be a prequel. The Eternals, kind of curious where they're going to go with that. Yeah, other than the casting for people, I mean, like, the Black Knight being part of the Eternals, I don't know enough about the Eternals at all to understand how he fits, but everything I've ever seen for the Eternals before, he wasn't part of it. Not that matters for the movie verse, I guess, really. But, I mean, casting Kit Harrington, is that right? The Jon Snow from the uh, Game of Thrones? Like, the dude is awesome. Now you put him in another part where he's a knight? Hey, double awesome. Right, whatever. I mean, we, we already know the guy knows how to use a sword. I'm just so curious what they're going to do movie-wise, like how that's yeah, going to all. Like, I don't know. I, just, I don't know what the next big bad bad guy's going to be, like what's going to bring it all together. Like, cause, you know, because technically we still have Guardians 3. Right. We still have um, Captain Marvel 2. Right. We still have Black Panther 2. Yep. We still have, well, obviously we talked about... Um, Doctor Strange 2. Right. Um, and Thor 4, technically. Oh, yeah. So, I, you know, it's... All that stuff's got to connect somehow. I would hope so. I mean, as far as, like, main bad guys, during Infinity War, there's a point where they talk about all these earthquakes happening, and they mention it about, like, a tremor in the water outside of, of Uganda, and then the Cat Marvel says the same stuff's happening on other planets, so yeah, so so you think the celestial that's, right. that's a, well, and a lot of people are like, oh no no no, that they, they got they got handled in Spider Man Far From Home. Like, well, no, it doesn't because Captain Marvel mm-hmm. talks about it happening on all yep. the planets. So like that's like I think it's a totally different thing. I think it's Celestial's awakening. So like I think they're building up to a Galactus thing, and then right. I think they're actually building up to Fantastic Four coming back into the fold because like that's the next big like well, then, yeah the next big property they got back that. Hasn't had anything since the terrible movie came out. But at the end, the set is not having a column book for almost five, well, almost six years. There were no actual Fantastic Four books. And now they're finally back in the mix. Yep. When it's, it's been pretty decent. Yeah, it has been. Yeah, there's, the series has been pretty good. We're, we got a m- couple one shots came out last week that are like a Yancey Street book, so a thing book. Pretty cool. It's just, it's just sad that like you're, I, I mean, unless something crazy happens and like, you know, Robert Down decides to come back. You're not going to ever get like a Reed Richards, Tony oh, Stark, Tony like, Stark meetup. Yeah, that's true. You know, like because they're both bad. such brilliant minds. Right. You know, like, but yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I, I would, the idea of getting a cabal a meeting would be cool. Again, though, but yeah, they've done well so far. We've got like, almost, until they just start screwing the pooch, like movie after movie after movie. They're gonna be like, okay, now you guys are just starting to suck it up. I don't know what right. happened, but like until then, I gotta just gotta give them the benefit of the doubt. Like, like the Shang Chi and the like, Legend of the Ten Rings. Eh, that was a weird direction to go to me. I thought that was odd. It's an interesting drop. Like Shang Chi's been a character for a long time, but when he first started, he was basically just Bruce Lee. I mean, there's a lot more to the story than that, but that's basically who he was supposed to be. And I'll give you the. What they own property rights wise. So in the comic books, his father was Fu Manchu, and his most his main villain was also Fu Manchu. So same guy. His main villain was his father, and it seems like the movie's taking that direction, except replacing Fu Manchu with Mandarin. So maybe try to give us some closure to a Mandarin that people weren't super happy with. I mean, we, there's supposedly this video. Well, 
so I, I haven't seen it, but some Blu-ray somewhere has some reappearance of the Mandarin that's in a short, and it's supposed to iron out the idea that maybe Kingsley wasn't completely faking it. So I don't entirely understand how that all fits, because he's not cast as the next Mandarin. So best I can assume is that we get the real Mandarin in this movie, and we replace the father, because Marvel doesn't own Fu Manchu. It's owned by somebody else, company-wise. Hmm. So they can't use the name itself, but we can replace the father with the Mandarin instead, and it almost will, I mean, it works really good for movies, considering we've been setting up the Ten Rings since Iron Man 1. Well, so right. But, but leads, yeah, it is a weird choice. But that also leads into, like, the TV shows, because, like, the TV shows are in order, uh, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, WandaVision, which is Wa- uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision, um, Loki, um, the What If show, Hawkeye, Ms. Marvel, Moon Knight, and She-Hulk. Right. So you're you're getting the ones that we've they, we've heard about pretty early on were, you know, uh, F- Falcon Winter Soldier. Which, Hawkeye, which, yeah. Uh, well, Fa- no, Falcon Winter Soldier was the first one we heard about. Was it okay? So like any, you know, like they they kind of like that's the last one of the last scenes you see in. Oh, it definitely Endgame. set up at the movie, yeah, for um, sure. So like I'm I'm that I I'm hoping that would be like kind of like cool like espionage buddy like cop style show I'm not sure where they're gonna go with that but it could be, I mean it could be it'll just be cool and chill I think it'll be like it's gonna be hard to like write that one horribly yeah with the two actors both of them I mean Anthony Mackie's awesome and, and they, Sebastian they're Stan, both signed they're up both, for like multiple yeah they both signed up for multiple um, seasons I guess the WandaVision one that we talked about and the uh, Never Been Done episode right so is um that's the interesting one because she's like her alternate like warping reality like powers are that could be anything chaos her insanity right whatever like her just like her repression of like heartache and like creating a reality like where she's just like happy and like hiding basically like her feelings and like that that could be friggin' crazy. It it bodes with a lot of cool possibilities. I and mean, they're saying it's supposed to be like a sitcom, and they cast Cat Denning to reprise her role as Darcy from Thor movies, which up until this point hasn't connected to anything else. And so she's recast in there, and they recast another guy who did some comedy stuff that was in one of the other movies. So, like, the people they're casting are, like, comedy types, but it's a show that's, at best we can tell, is not really set up as a comedy. And they put out that, um, like, poster, which has Vision and Wanda dressed almost 50s-style, sitting on a chair, and their shadows are definitely the comic book costume shadows. Not the movie shadows, but, like, Wanda has a headdress and everything. So, as a thing in general, like we were talking about earlier, in the comic books, we had the whole House of M thing happen, and prior to that, she basically dreamed herself two children into real life. And then they died and were reborn in actual kids from two different families, so power-wise, like, what she's able to do and the way she's able to twist reality, it's very possible that this WandaVision is really just her seeing what reality she wants, which, I mean, that idea is absolutely nuts. Because the idea of a vision that's not really there at all, 
versus what she creates with her power, I mean, is a cool idea. And the titling would even be cool, too. Like, WandaVision, if it's just what she's seeing and what she's creating, freaking brilliant. Whether that's going to be that or not, no idea. I mean, at this point, other than name drops as far as who's going to be in it and how they're all excited to do things, we have any idea. Well, yeah. But that idea is but really all, cool. But it also leads into, like, the She-Hulk thing. Uh, which, and there's been some episodes, like, some, like, issues of She-Hulk where Howard the Duck shows up. And so, like, that's been some craziness, which could lead into the same thing, like, the same kind of, like... Well, style of show, maybe. I mean, like, She-Hulk, Sarah gives... Because I'm curious about that. That's the, that big one. I'm like, that's a new one that just kind of, like, was announced this last week. Right. So I'm like, ah, that's interesting. I don't like, know if they've actually be, tied an actress to they it. Have in, they okay. haven't. But it's still awesome. It's so cool. No, it's a cool idea. Like, I could see a... But they, but like, you know, with Banner being, um, him being like figuring out like the gamma radiation and like kind of like kind of being able it. to control it, yeah, yeah, like they could like definitely make that a thing real easy. It's then, pretty cool for the movie verse with the way that they made him work through it and become basically the, the issue three hundreds Doctor Green is a cool thing. In the comic books, she never really had the same problem. Because the way she came about it was different. Like in the comic book, she winds up getting shot um, by a batch of street gangsters or whatever, and uh, Banner's there to try. Bruce is there to try, and he's trying to save her, but can't get her to a hospital. So the only option he really has is to give her a blood transfusion. Which I mean, real science, them having the same blood type is, I mean, unlikely. Right. But as a thing, in the comic book, he gives her blood transfusion, and eventually that leads to her having the ability to change also. But the main benefit that Jennifer, the She-Hulk, had is that she didn't ever have the cognitive loss when she transformed. And she was able to hold her form and have complete control of, like, her own personality. So even though she changed like him and got all muscly and big and crazy and super powerful, she didn't lose her faculties. And, like, her normal day job is a lawyer. So being the She-Hulk and a lawyer at the same time... It bodes for crazy, like weird, just in general scenes. So, as far as the show, I mean, probably the real reason they picked She Hulk is because they can use all the different things they've learned with the Ruffalo Hulk on a show that they can own all of because right. they don't own the rights distribution wise to the Hulk. But She Hulk, different thing, different distribution rights. So, I mean, that's probably the real truth. But, I mean, if they cast like a Jennifer Garner type, to play her, and did you use the, the same technology they used for Ruffalo? They own they own the distribution rights to the Hulk. No, they don't. Universal Stu- Universal Studios does. That's why we got Thor Ragnarok instead of World War Hulk, or Planet Hulk. Sorry, Planet Hulk. But they don't own the distribution rights to him or to Namor, which is weird. Like, why you buy Namor as a thing? I don't totally understand. But at the time, I'm sure it made sense. But a Namor movie by himself. I mean, Aquaman. I make. I get. Do an Aquaman movie, but a Namor movie by itself seems like a weird, not possible kind of thing. Because Namor, I mean, that's it's weird. Well, and then there's Moon Knight, right? Which is like basically just, uh, you know, schizophrenic Batman. I mean, kind of, yeah. He's multiple personality Batman, and ish. Whether he... Egyptian power... Maybe. I mean, he's another one that's got, like, a... A lot of, like, what his stories are really kind of about is, like, dealing with PTSD. So, like, 
as a thing in general. He was supposed to be in the war, and of course he has he's well off money wise. But I don't remember if that's a family or a mercenary thing where that actually came from because I think it exists both ways in the stories. But he was on the death's door from something he was doing militarily, and then the Egyptian god Khonshu saves him and makes him like his acolyte to work for him. Or maybe he's just crazy and managed to survive and wind up in a hospital. Because both things might be true. And like the multiple personalities, it's been a thing through a lot of different books. Not heavy, heavy in the 80s. But most of the time in the 80s, we believed the other characters were actually other characters. Well, I mean, but Moon Knight fits into, and like we didn't talk about this in the Never Been Done episode, which these episodes are probably coming out very similarly. Close to each other, yeah. But like, we did the same, similar episode on the Never Been Done podcast, episode 43, but is that Morbius and Venom, like the dark Marvel, that they're kind of like working on that, like the dark universe. Over at like, Sony? Yeah, but, that, but Moon Knight fits that, he fits like the, that the same style, thing. Yeah. So like, that might be their lead into that. Like, I don't know. Like, I was, Maybe. I, I kind of think he's, because he, he fits, even, but he fits all that stuff though. He does, but he also fits, I mean, those things also fit the Daredevil too though. I mean, think about Daredevil. I don't, I don't and know Luke if they're going to like. What, weirdly, the Daredevil show was successful, so I don't know. Yeah. They, I don't know. I mean, now that they like, they have to like the pull the Netflix stuff and blah blah blah. Like, I don't know what they're going to do if they're going to like wait until they get the Disney Plus thing going. You know, depending on what they decide to do, I guess. You know, it's it, that that's a weird. There's one. supposed to be one other one other show. Because Daredevil's they, huge. It, yeah, but the problem with Daredevil is it's partially owned by Netflix. Mm, it's owned by Netflix. The, those particular is like they were leased, same way like Sony was borrowing. They don't own the rights to Daredevil, but distribute like uh, yeah, production but, wise. But Daredevil's a character still owned by Marvel, so they can do whatever they want with him. Well, they're not allowed to do anything that infringes on the other show for two years after it's pulled and which canceled, already, which has already been pulled. Right. It's, it has like half a year before they can do anything, I guess. But. As far as a what thing, are you going to do with it? Yeah, exactly. I would, I would assume because there's supposed to be one other, one other show that they still haven't announced supposedly, and there's a f- pretty big fan following online that believes it's going to be Daredevil because it was the most successful of the Netflix shows, and it was the one with that that did the best like viewer reception wise. So I could see that being like the next show they announce because of how popular it was. There's also been stuff saying that if he shows up, in the, if Charlie Cox shows up in the Marvel Universe, he won't be Matt Murdock. Which, if you're doing a She-Hulk show, she's a lawyer, he's a lawyer, those two things being intertwined would be super easy. Even if they just bumped into each other, like, for the purposes of just showing that he exists. Or maybe they just, unless something happened where they don't still like that actor anymore. Right, which I mean, that's possible too, I guess. I mean, as a thing in... It's hard to say because when you have that dude as Daredevil and then you have Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, that's quite the spread. You know what I mean? Like character-wise, like Dare, like in the old days, ten years ago in comic books, Iron Man wasn't any more popular than Daredevil. No, not at all. And it, it probably acts the opposite. Right. When Kevin Smith was writing Daredevil, he was probably way more popular than Iron Man ever was. Possibly. I mean, even the Frank Miller stuff, like, there's a lot of you know Daredevil I mean? books that sold better than so, Iron Man books. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, 
do you get do you do you like kind of wash that out like get an actor to truly play Daredevil? Yeah, I like Charlie Cox just fine. I thought those shows were great. But yeah, do you rebrand it just because of the time separation? Do you finally get like something like Tom Holland who just killed it as Spider-Man right. finally, like yeah. finally truly killed it? And yeah. everybody's like, oh, another Spider-Man? But then they did it, and they're like, wow, that yeah, that kid is truly Spider-Man. Like, right. I mean, when you watch him, he's Spider-Man. Like, pe- oh yeah, no, like, Tommy McGuire, Andrew mm-hmm. Garfield, they're like, eh. Yeah. They, they both did their good, a good job in a way. But when Tom Holland did it, you're like, that kid kills it. Yeah. He, he's Spider-Man. Too. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? So it's just like, Marvel just did it. So is, are they just going to be like, okay, now we're going to truly choose a Daredevil. We're truly going to choose a Nick Cage or, or a Luke Cage. Maybe. Or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if we, you know, and the other characters, the, the shows weren't, other than Iron Fist, which had the roughest go, I don't, I don't think we see another. And actor wise, I liked him the best, but like that was the, like the least, yeah. the worst received show. It just, it didn't fit enough. Like it had no, it had a bunch of comic book points in it, but didn't have enough. It just strayed so far that there were so many pieces that didn't, that didn't make sense even in the movie universe. Like especially the last season. It's like they must have found out they were, they were done that season anyway. And so they just did a bunch of stuff to be crazy. And they weren't, it wasn't like they were bad. It just, it didn't hold as well. And like sitting next to Daredevil, Daredevil they put so much into and they did so well. I think the only problem Finn Jones really had playing Iron Fist is that he himself is a decent actor and if it can do physical stuff too. But he's so tall and lanky that trying to body double him, especially without a mask, is really hard. And they picked a hairstyle that's very, like, not, not impossible to match, but is very stylistic. And now you turn around and you want this dude to be doing all of his own acrobats and all of his own fighting when that's not the kind of actor he is. So, Charlie Cox had the benefit of four guys playing Daredevil. Like, there was him. There is the stuntman, there is the wire guy, and there is the guy that gets beat up. So you had like four different bodies because he had a mask the entire time when he was in the suit, whether it was the tie-on mask or the actual max mask. So he had a benefit of not just one dude playing the part, whereas Finn, there was like the two of them, him and his body double. And when a guy's not wearing a mask at all, well, how do you shoot that? I mean, and make it look as impressive as the other shows next to it. So there, it started out the gate with other problems. And because of that, I don't think we see an Iron Fist anytime soon. Is that going to be the end-all be-all? I have no idea, man. But yeah, I think Iron maybe Moon Knight is to replace that piece simply because at this point... Or just adding another character to the Defenders that they finally get to. Which like would be a, freaking awesome if that was the case. You know I mean, it's just, it's just another another thing. It's just another like layer in the onion that is the Marvel Universe. But I mean... And the only one they haven't really talked about yet is, um, I don't know, we might hit all of them, right? For, uh, for shows? Yeah. Um, Loki. Loki's the same. Lo- Loki, Loki and, and Hawkeye. What If and Hawkeye. Oh, Ms. Marvel. We haven't talked about Ms. Marvel. I don't know what they're going to do with Ms. Marvel. I, that's a new announcement, too, and I don't think they've cast anybody for it either. The Kamala Khan show, the, the, the current Ms. Marvel, the, with stretchy powers. Other than them announcing it, I don't think there's anything new about it. Not anything I've seen, at least. Right. The what if one I think is going to be like just massively, like a uh, multiverse, just like craziness. I think that like they're going to like lead into that. Like they're going to like 
it might be their way of just like testing the waters to see what like what works, what doesn't work. We can add this, add that. They could like maybe sprinkle in a mutant here and sprinkle in this here, and like just kind of take advantage of the of the pool, which think, which is awesome because like, I think it'd be cool if they the, use that for that. Yeah, like why not? Right, it's pretty brilliant. Um, the Hawkeye thing is going to be like if they get um, like Jeremy Renner to like like if, if that's it's all him, it, that could be amazing because like. I kind of wonder if they're going to use it and, to try to set up a Young Avengers, maybe. Well, Endgame version of him is awesome, so... Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, actor-wise, the dude's not a bad actor, but he's been... No, he's fantastic, uh, ...underused in the most Marvel stuff. I mean, if, if you see Tag, like, the dude had broken arms during that movie. No, he's, even in the Bourne, so, the Bourne movie that he did, it was, oh, yeah, was, it was, like, too, was yeah. very, like, under... It was underrated, for but sure. It was, it, was, it was freaking great. Yeah, I I think if we use that to set up the daughter Hawkeye, even though it doesn't make sense to be, it doesn't make it Kate Bishop. But as far as everything else is concerned, it'd be close enough, I think. And I like how the name drop comes from him in in game, because the rest of the time I don't think we ever call him that. Right. And then in Loki, finally, like the it's supposed to kind of pick up where he he takes the the tesseract. Is it is the tesseract? Yeah, the tesseract. So it, it's he supposed grab, to pick he, up from when he escapes. He, gra- he grabs it the end, during Endgame and yep. like disappears, like when he's in custody. Yep. So like, what, I mean, again, it's a cool idea. Multiverse, crazy, right. fractured reality. Because it is at this point, it is fractured reality. Like Tilda Swinton kind of hints at it a little bit when like well, she talks when, about when Banner's it. talking yeah. to her. Again, it's just like it's. I don't know if they understand time travel as much as they, they thought yeah. they did, which I think is really cool that they didn't. Yeah. Which I know I noticed something just a minute ago, like in, uh, end games on in the background as we we're doing this podcast. But um, there's a scene that I, there's a couple things I didn't catch, but then there's a, a scene that I didn't catch before that we talked about with the time traveling and the pin particles and stuff. Right. That I just realized that like like Steve Rogers grabs a handful of pin particles one he when they're in the back. So like that that explains even more. Like it it kind of covers. It Question. covers how he's able to do the second batch of time traveling. Well, but it, but it, but it covers a couple other things, several other things too. So like it just it gives them more pin particles. Well, yeah, the at that point in the movie when he picks up the four vials, it, it fixes certain holes for other parts. But by the time they're at the point where they're going to return the stones anyway, Pim was back. So they could have got as much of Pim juice as they needed. Just have the professor make some for them. So that that's. That's not as big of a gap for me. Yeah, I know. I just, I never noticed. I didn't, I guess I didn't quite notice that as much as I had before. So, like, it could be. Like, yeah, the amount of what he grabbed for what he was able to do, it's hard to say the, the rest of that part. But, yeah, it, when, he, when he grabs them, it, it, it's it's enough to fix a problem and, and more. Whether that's what he used at the end, it's hard to say. I mean, we never go over any more of it. So, that was my assumption. But I just now thought about how Pim was back around, so it wouldn't really matter anymore at that point. But yeah, as far as things are concerned, the rest of the shows and the rest of the movies, like if we get this Hawkeye show to turn into a Kate Bishop, this is the next Hawkeye step, well, that's a cool idea. I mean, I would really like a Young Avengers show only because Young Avengers is great. Like, the comic book was awesome. But even if you do young, like a movie style, like a movie cinematic style of it, where he is kind of overseeing like a bunch of kids doing different things, like that could be really cool too. Like, yeah, I just again, 
they haven't done anything so terrible yet that I'm just like, eh, this is gonna suck. I think I just, I'm, I'm, I'm more willing to give them the benefit of the doubt on all of it. Sure. I just am. I just am willing to give them the, the benefit of the doubt across the board because I feel like they're like, unless they're just totally winging it, I think it's, it might be kind of cool that they, they're not like pulling out the heavy hitters. They're kind of just doing some weird different side things and pull, then they're going to pull it back together again. I right. just, I really do think it's interesting. So, um, yeah, Marvel Phase 4, it could be, it's that Empire Strikes Back kind of thing where people, I think that when that first came out, people were like, what the heck? The bad guys win? Han Solo, oh, yeah. Han, was, Solo, Han Solo is dead? He's definitely received. What, what, I mean, what are you talking about? Like, wait, wait, what? It's, it's his father, Luke's, it's like Darth Vader's Luke's father? Like, what? What's, what's going on? Like, I don't know if I like this. Right. Then you look back on it like 30 plus years later, like, that was amazing. That was cool. right. that was badass. So like, yeah. let's just I get I guess at this point let's just wait and see where they go with it. Sure. Well, I mean, that's the only choice we really have as far as the thing's concerned. Like all the announcements really need announcements, and the only there's a couple in there like, well, I don't understand that questionable wise, but as far as choices, like you said, everything else they've done has been awesome. So there's a whole bunch of people that when they heard Guardians of the Galaxy were like, what? Right. So, and then now it's one of the greatest things. Right. Ever. Yeah. And people are wondering why it's not happening sooner. Right. Exactly. And really, I think that the only reason that's not is because they like, they really want James Gunn to do, and they he's going to finish what he's currently doing. He's kind of like, hey, right. You guys, you guys messed up and fired <laughs> yeah. me for a second, so now you got to just wait a little bit. Uh, that's that's what so it they comes might down have to. I think they have to readjust some things, but I think the whole it. it as far as like the the termination and rehiring, there was a phase in there where they were trying to get other people to take over Guardians Three, and since they had already announced they were using his his script for Three, there's a whole bunch of directors in the middle that turned it down. I don't think there's an official list yet, but there's been talk of a handful of directors they approached that were like, "Yeah, yeah, billion dollar franchise. I don't want to ruin it. I'm good." Right. And so it's, it's a lot like back whenever so signed Bob and Jay. Jay, prior to Mallrats, they didn't want the the production company did not want Jason Mewes, so they attempted to replace him with a batch of other people and actually had people come in and read for it. Like Seth Green was one of them, and like half the guys that came in and read were like, "Why are you doing this? You already have a guy." So, I think it's the same boat with that. So at some point, I'm sure we'll see a list. Well, of... I'm sure like director camaraderie too. Like people are like, no, oh yeah, for sure. Like, got, what what you guys are kind of like blacklisting this guy for is like. Not cool. Right. And so, like, and then, you know, he's back on it. He's like, hey, I'm going to do this first. I really want to do this, but you're going to have to wait a little bit. Right. And, like, and I, I, you know, I think uh, Suicide Squad 2 or the reboot, whatever they're going, has a, is, I think it's basically post production. It's supposed to, yeah. It's supposed to be in either, um, I don't think production started, but post production has. Well, post would be after. Oh, no, no. Uh, not. I meant pre was what I meant. I don't think they've actually filmed anything yet because right now they're still doing all the Harley Quinn Birds of Prey stuff. And like that's not connected to Saver Margot Robbie. So unless they decide to make another venture forward into connected universe, we're getting this, the Birds of Prey first, which has a crazy long name. Um, and then following that, it's supposed to be Suicide Squad 2. So in Suicide Squad 2, in theory, well, they've, what they've said about it is it's supposed to be a soft reboot. So we're getting a new new Deadshot. Um, I think that that might be the only other part of the cast they're keeping name-wise. And even if they do keep the others name-wise, the only one we know for sure staying is, is Robbie. So 
I mean, we might get the same Captain Boomerang, which I think that guy's great. Right. So that'd be fine. As far as the rest of the cast, they were all decent. I mean, the only other one that was kind of lackluster was Killer Croc, and I don't necessarily blame the actor. I blame the style of costume. The rest of the movie being broken is just because the scripts were mashed together and made it broken. But actor-wise, I think everything else they had was pretty decent. I mean, not that Will Smith's bad. I mean, he's Will Smith, so as long as that's what you want in your movie, then that's what you get. Right. But he's 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 bowed out at this point from continuing forward, so we know he's getting recast. The rest of them, I don't know if they've announced that or not. Maybe. If they have, I don't know for sure, so there's that. But yeah, as far as the the rest of it, yeah, Gunn hiring him back, probably probably good decision, considering that now they shape their movies off what he did with Guardians. I mean, if that hadn't happened, we'd never have like the score we got for Ragnarok or the way the Infinity Infinity War or Endgame happen. So talk about a big footprint to just shuffle the guy off. Anyway, better off now. No. I think they, they, I mean, they have so many ways to go with that. They have so many goes with, like different directions to everything. Like the, I think the, the Adam Warlock thing. The yeah, I'm interested I mean, to see how. Te- I mean, technically, Silver Surfers could be back. I mean, the Fantastic Four could be back. I mean, doing the Eternals thing is interesting. Like it's, I mean, they could go like that celestial, you know, Galactus direction. Like in it, like very easily, like just build, like build back, and then like kind of like. Bring it back because yeah, they're going to need. They're going to need up. to go. I mean, Thanos was huge, obviously, but like doing Galactus is going to like it's going to take like. Oh yeah. It might. It's going to probably like without you know you know without Tony Stark without Thor without I mean even though Thor's technically kind of part of it still but like without Captain America you're you're, you're going to need like a bigger cast you're going to need more people be like, something different so, to deal like, with it. I mean, if they're going to have to take it you know take it even a step bigger. They're going right. to do that. So, like, it's going to take another 20 plus movies that we need, maybe, and then some TV shows as well. Like, that's kind of like, whoa. Right. We have to build on this. So, man. we'll see how it goes. We'll see. I mean, it's at this point, let them do what they do, man. Pretty excited for it. Even, if it, even, even with just the new show announcements, like a, a Moon Knight show, since they started the Daredevil stuff on Netflix, I thought, man. They should put a Moon Knight in there too, because he makes the most sense to fit with those characters. Well, I mean, I mean, like you said, the Defenders in general, like he makes but, sense with them. But hopefully, I mean, hopefully they're just like ten episodes. Like you know, I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm I'm a person that's like content, content, content would be great. Like more and more and more. But like sometimes it's okay to just do like ten episodes, right. just a small like like ten episodes of a TV show, like that you know, forty five minutes long. Like just yeah, all of them. It, are- it's better than like. One crappy, crappy movie. Right. It really is. So, like, I mean, and then Moon Knight's never been on the, like, he's no. never been anything. Yeah. So cool. As far as, like, a movie's concerned, we've never used him anywhere. As far as cartoons, you know, I feel like he probably showed up randomly in a few Spider-Man cartoons, but even those were just like, there's a dude you know what he looks like. And it wasn't, like, an actual yeah. for him, because he didn't show up in any of the animated movies as a main character. So, yeah, as far as content's concerned... He's a complete open slate to the books, which is awesome. So we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Yeah. Um, well, let's go and run the uh, interview. This is Alkali Lake in Zapricus. Um, so check that out, and we'll roll that now. This is Steve with Top Life Comics Podcast at the uh, Colorado Springs Comic Con 2019, and I'm here with... 
Alkali Lake. And? Zarbacus. Hi, girls. Hey. <laughs> All right. So as far as, like, cosplay stuff, how long have you guys been doing this? Um, I've been costuming for, gosh, over ten years, but I've been cosplaying for five or six years. Right on. And you? Uh, I've been costuming for about my entire life, but as far as cosplay goes, about six years. Right on. So what, like, made you guys want to do this? Uh, well, I'm a special effects makeup artist by trade, so I really got into, like, face-off and all those kind of, you know, special effects makeup shows, and that sort of led to doing makeup for Comic-Cons, and then that turned into cosplay. Oh. So it's kind of a path getting to A, B, and C. Yeah. I, I, when I realized I couldn't win the show, I was like, I'll just go where all the people who lost the show end up, which is at Comic-Cons. I'll just, I'll just <laughs> like, skip the path. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and yourself? Um, well, I've always enjoyed dressing up. You know, Halloween was always one of my favorite holidays, and I actually grew up, my family was one of those weird families, and we would do mountain man rendezvous. So we would dress up in period-style clothing and go and camp and shoot guns. It's fantastic. And so I was used to, like, dressing up and being in character for those, and I've just been a nerd forever, and I learned that people dress up as their favorite nerdy characters and go to Comic-Con, so I was like, I'm going to do that, and it just kind of happened. Awesome, that's fantastic. Well, as far as like costumes and stuff, or outfits, or I don't know how I'm supposed to say that terminology-wise, uh, is there something that you guys, like is there a dream one you want to do, or is there something else you have on the horizon? I'm currently trying to conquer the whole Blizzard universe, um, wow. one cosplay at a time. I'm currently working on a giant mech build called Dr. Boom, um, and it's a goblin mech from World of Warcraft. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah? Yourself? Uh, there are so many costumes I would love to do. Um, probably my next big project, though, is going to be Vraska, the Golgari Queen from Magic the Gathering. Oh, She's like a big scary snake yeah, hair yeah. lady. So. Fantastic. Yeah, we're not geeks at all. Like these are like the geekiest of answers. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so what's your go to karaoke song? These boots are made for walking. <laughs> I don't sing karaoke. Oh, come on, if you had to pick one. Oh, one way or another. One way or another. I've seen Bohemian Rhapsody so many times, but she'll... You're so good at it. The headbanging, she's great. So great. All right. Everyone always... That's just a classic karaoke song. You you embody that song. All right, so you guys are standing on a desert island, and you only take five items with you. What five items would you take? Can I bring a boy? I mean, yeah. Okay, boy. Um, <laughs> bobby pin, because those things are so useful. Um, is there like a device that turns water into alcohol? No, I was kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I mean, there should be. <laughs> I, I can't. I think I, a boy is good. We're good. <laughs> Sunscreen. I mean, it. Okay, that gets us three. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so are we talking about like naked and afraid kind of survival? I mean, no, I'm more or like, just, just more like, like casual. Okay. Crash playing style. Okay, a dog. Okay. Um, a bottle of whiskey. Okay. A giant garbage bag full of fresh popcorn. Um, and a water filter. All right. And the Lord of the Rings trilogy. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going with her. Forget what I said. I'm, just, I'm going with her. Well, how about you use your last two to bring a TV and a power source? No. Well, then you can't watch Lord of the Rings. Oh, I thought she might read them. 
Oh, yeah. reading? Yeah. Oh, what better? Yeah. I thought you meant movies. That's my bad. I mean, that would take up like what nine hours a day every day. Yeah. But reading would take up like three months. Uh, good point. Maybe. All right. So last one. If you lived in Fantasyland, would you ride a chocolate pony? I eat a chocolate pony. <laughs> Is it a unicorn? I mean, it could be. Then yes. Oh, I don't want to eat it. Fantastic. And actually, I don't. I don't like chocolate. No. No, but if it was white chocolate, then yes. Oh. Well, I mean, it could be white. It's Fantasyland, so. What if it's cookies and cream? <laughs> yes, I will have two. Well, thanks, girls. Appreciate you taking time to talk with us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. All right. I just want to thank, thank, thank them again for hanging out and chit-chatting with us. Um, you can f- find them on Instagram. Um, so follow the girls. Check them out. They're, they're both awesome. Um, so let's see. So uh, what would you learn today, Josh? Nothing. <laughs> you know. That's not true. I just don't learn much of anything at this point. Well, I mean. I'm like an oversaturated sponge. <laughs> it's dripping out of me already. No, my knowledge is already dripping out. What did oh. you learn, Steve? That, uh. Exactly. It is a rough part there. I thought there was something funny that was going to come out of there, but just didn't. This is, this is the funny part. <laughs> yeah, this is the funny part, man. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, you go. yeah, I feel like I feel like there's something in there that I learned. I guess I learned that uh, oh. that you shouldn't look a gift horse in the mouth from James Gunn's perspective. But I already knew that, so it's not really something I learned today. Yeah, I think that at this point you're just like we learned that. We'll just give we it a learned sec. that WandaVision sounds freaking awesome. Yeah, that's the one I'm most excited about, I think. Yeah, yeah. be the craziest. It, so that's, there you go. So that's the dual learning? Does that sound like a good I idea? I think at the end of it, people are just going to be like, what the F is going on? Right. Because it's going to be like just her insanity. That's what I think it's going to be. Hopefully. I, people are saying, I, I guess they're saying there's a whole bunch of hidden, hidden Easter eggs in the poster. So, like, I guess look that up, people, and see if you get anything out of it. But other than it just being crazy, I don't... Just, if her brother shows back up, I'm going to be creeped out. <laughs> I mean, that's a... Yeah, that's a good Especially possibility. Especially if hands are... I, I don't think that's... We're not looking at Ultimates 3, bro. It's not, it's not happening. <laughs> All right. You got any books to watch, Josh? Uh, I'm still reading that Green Lantern book. It's really good. Usagi's been good. Other than that, man, I'm kind of kind of the loop. I, okay. Not sure. I was reading a couple of indies that you like. You what was the one with the dude with the he was like the the guy with like the it was like the Sharkies. Oh, Sharky Bounty Hunter, yeah. the Space Bounty Hunter. Yeah, Cowboy Hat, Burt Reynolds in space, or Lobo almost. Yeah, yeah like Sharky Bounty Hunter. So the Sharky Bounty Hunter, that one was pretty good. Like. A little interesting, a little crazy, like that. Enjoyed that. The art's really good in it. Yeah, but, it's a good um, one. There's some like Batman stuff going on right now. I don't want to like spoil it for anybody, but like, oh yeah, some crazy stuff. I don't know. If, I don't know how much it's gonna stick. How much it's gonna? Like, yeah, go, it's but, hard to say whether seventy seven. But I also don't want to ruin anything for anybody. Right. So. Yeah, if seventy seven is really what it's supposed to be, which is crazy. If it is, it's the second print. So I mean, 
I guess I can get, get a copy if, if it's real. Good copy anyway. You know. Um, well, I got a couple, and like a couple of these I think you'll probably dig. Um, so, uh, we're getting these Dark Universe books that are gonna come out. They're kinda like, rather than being what ifs or else worlds, so the Dark Universe is like the opposite side of the regular universe's map, so we're getting a bunch of stories that are other versions of these stories. So one of them is gonna be a Death of Superman, and this Death of Superman results in Lois Lane going crazy, somehow becoming Eradicator, and then going after all the people that failed Superman. Which sounds freaking nuts. Hmm. Um, another one of them is gonna be a Blackest Night, uh, retelling, except this time the Black Lanterns won. And as a result, we only have a few heroes left to do anything, and one of them is Sinestro, who is apparently a mix of a black and a white lantern both. Which is also a crazy idea. Uh, we're gonna get a retelling of Nightfall, so the, uh, Batman broken backstory. And, it, I mean, as far as stories are concerned, like, all these guys are supposed to be Dark Universe versions, so it's a similar idea to Elseworlds, because it's not regular continuity, but a couple of them sound freaking awesome. And that Death of Superman, it, in my head, I'm like, I don't get how that makes any sense, but it sounds great. So I think that'll be cool to see. Um, another one, Superman flavors, we're going to get Superman, this is based off an old radio drama, um, we're going to get Superman Smashes the Clan. And that sounds exactly like what it is. It's basically Superman against the Ku Klux Klan. And it's based on a radio drama that really, that was, that was really aired. And it was about Superman going after the Klan. And sure enough, there is a huge fallout for the, the followership of the Klan after it was aired on the radio drama in real, like real history. So, as a miniseries, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what that is. Cause other than knowing about it existing, I've never even heard the story really. So. That should be cool. Um, Chrononauts is coming back for a second run. The smart Bill and Ted, which also Bill and Ted 3, I guess, finished, uh, filming this last week. So that's awesome. Um, but yeah, Chrononauts, it's Mark Millar, uh, writing it. So same guy from Reds on Superman, Kick-Ass, and a handful of other stuff. That Sharky book, same guy. And, uh, Eric, uh, Kennedy doing the art for it. So, I'm pretty stoked for that because I really like Chrononauts a lot. It's time travel. Awesome. And let's see what was after that. There's another one. Uh, and this one you'll... You know what? I don't know if you'll like it or not, but you'll like the idea that it exists. Um, so we're going to be doing a four-part miniseries for Cobra Kai. Ooh. Yeah. The write-up doesn't tell me enough to know if it's separate from the show or if it's between the show and the original movies. Or what, really? Because the write-up sounds kind of like it's, I don't know, sort of the show. But because it's a four-part mini, I don't think it's just a retelling. So that should be, I don't know, that should be cool to see regardless. I mean, if you haven't seen Cobra Kai, you really should. Um, or you can read the comic book, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's a four-part mini coming out from IDW. So I think that'll be freaking awesome. Just because I like that a lot. Uh, then there's a... Uh, Another book coming out from Image that's called The Mark, or The Marked. And it's basically a batch of, like, magicians that when they get particular tattoos, those tattoos they can use, um, I don't know, for magic spells and things. And apparently one of them has figured out a way to break magic in general. So uh, that's bad news for everybody. 
but the art, they have a couple of test pages in the, the previews catalog from this month, and the art looks great. Um, so that, I think, will be really cool, too. So the Marked, um, I don't think it's a miniseries, but I don't remember if they actually said that or not. Uh, a lot of them start, and they don't actually list that. Chrononauts is a four-part, uh, but that's kind of how Mark Muller does things. So anyhow, I think all those would be really cool things to check out. Uh Especially that Dark Universe stuff. Like that idea of Death Superman. Like, I like that a lot. I think that's cool. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all I got. Cool. Anything else? No. Alright, uh, Taki? Nope. Oh, come on, man. Never. Taki, you're awesome. Taki!